0: Hello, hello, and hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode, if not now, when? Today, oh my goodness, I am super, super excited for our special guest speaker, Mo Choice, on the show today. And let me tell you a little bit about about Mo. Oh my God. First of all, Mo is a serious entrepreneur. He co-founded 12 businesses. Oh my God. He raised millions in investment. He also took two businesses from startup to scale to asset. Oh my God, the whole journey, the whole process. He hires over a thousand people, over 50 nationalities. Wow, like who is counting? And over four different continents. Uh, he knows what human really will inspire people. He really knows how to lead the team. Today, he is super passionate about helping and supporting individuals finding their alignment and live life on their own time through the one page plan. With that, everybody, oh my goodness,
1: thank you so much more for joining us, and welcome to the show. Amazing. Thank you, and for the introduction. Thank you for having me. Very happy to be here.
0: Of course, Mo. So tell us, wow, you've done a lot in your lifetime. So Mo, tell us, how does all the magic get, begin, get started? Uh,
1: that's a difficult question. Um, I think it started, I think I decided pretty early I didn't want to work for anyone. I think that's the first thing I decided. Actually, even earlier than that, I decided I didn't trust anyone. I think that's that's what what it started with. I didn't. I didn't trust anyone enough to want to, uh, follow them or to be led by them. That includes my parents. That includes teachers. That includes, um, you know, when people talk about who, who are you inspired by? I don't, I didn't, I didn't really have an inspiration in terms of any individuals. I was more inspired by what people did. Um, and, and everybody has the potential to inspire, I think. So, Mm -hmm. so it was more about, I wanted to uh, create my own pathway. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to follow convention mm-hmm. and, um, and so that, that, that was early, I would say ve- as far back as I can remember, I decided that. So obviously the natural course is either I've become, uh, uh, skilled in something or mm-hmm. I tried to create something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't, I tried to learn musical instruments. I couldn't sing. I couldn't dance. Mm-hmm. I wasn't very good at sports. I would have loved to have been a, a football player or something like that. I wasn't talented enough in any of those fields. Um, so yeah, I decided to work with talented people. I think that's the the path that I chose without mm-hmm. really knowing that I chose it.
0: So, you know, circle back to that Mo, how did you know, how do you decide, you know what I am going to create, I'm going to be entrepreneur. Like how did, is it a moment that you just have a realization What you
1: always knew? No, I didn't. I don't. I don't think I thought about it. To be honest, I didn't sit and I didn't plan anything. Okay. I just, I just thought, what can I do that's better than what someone else is doing? Mm-hmm. And I, and I kind of, I kind of uh, explored whatever opportunities were in front of me. So I didn't, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have any particular business that I was interested in or any field that I was interested mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. I was interested in, in, uh, in how to do, how to make the world better if you want to mm-hmm. if you want to look at it from a macro perspective by by um serving people better it, it's something like that mm-hmm. um, so i was always interested in in service in customer service in mm-hmm. uh, leadership and managing people and 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 um bringing things together and then offering something cool and that's why i went into retail i went into hospitality restaurants clubs um, cafes, um, nightlife, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, I, 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 I would be lying if I told you it was any more complex than that. It really isn't.
0: Mm. So when did you, um, uh, they start your own first business?
1: Well, I was selling bootleg CDs. That was the, the first time about 14 or 15, I would make cassette tapes. This is pre-internet. Of course, this is, um, early nineties, I would make cassette tapes of my favorite songs. So Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like music compilations was a big thing at the time and people loved compilations because you would have to buy a seat. You'd have to buy singles and then CD players you'd put in one CD at a time. And so people didn't like that. So they liked compilation, you know, there was now music and there was a lot of soundtracks from movies. And so I started creating my own compilations and people would always ask me for copies of them. And then I realized that, that, well, what if I sold, what if I sold these? So I started selling my my tapes at school, and then I started selling CDs when it became when it upgraded from uh, cassette to CD, and that's when I started realizing that technology uh, moves. So 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 um, then I became interested in that. So I, then I went into um into uh, this idea that what can I put together that already exists as a service for people who are generally too lazy to do it themselves? Really, that's that's the idea. If someone's got money but they're lazy they'll pay for whatever you do for them i figured that out at about 15 16 cl- clearly so so that's when i decided i wanted to figure out a way of making money that way um so I, w- I would say yeah 15 16.
0: wow that is such a young age you already have such a entrepreneurial mind about how you're going to add the value on this planet which is serving people you know supporting them giving the services they're looking for just incredible uh, yeah. so tell us about, you know, along the journey, were you ever afraid? Were you ever scared? Because I feel like you are such a visionary. I feel like you have a heart of a goal to serve, but then you have idea after another, one after another, how do you always move forward with those ideas? Were you ever afraid?
1: Probably. I, I don't, I, I, it depends what, what you mean by afraid, I suppose. Um, uh, I, I, I think. I, I didn't, I wasn't scared of failure, if that's what you mean. Like, I didn't, I didn't really care about what other people thought, at least not to a level that would stop me being, doing what I want or, or, or being who I want or saying what I want. So I didn't have that problem. Um, and I know a lot of people have that problem.
0: Why is that, Ma Why do you not have that problem?
1: I don't know. Um, maybe it's the way I was raised. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know how deep you want to get, I suppose, but, um, I think part of it, part of it is definitely to do with not being attached to the outcome. Like, like a lot Mm. of, uh, a lot of people will, 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 will take an action or make a decision because they want a particular outcome. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I don't think I cared about the outcome. I was more curious about, okay, well, what happens next? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So I I never had this idea that there was a destination. It was always, well, there's going to be something else after that. Mm-hmm. so i think i i understood that pretty early um mm-hmm. and if you if if you're not attached to the outcome i suppose th- then there's no end so it's a it's what simon sinek calls the infinite game right there's no it's not mm-hmm. a start and an end it's just a continuation
2: mm-hmm. so
1: so if, if well if there's a continuation there's never a failure because it just continues oh. right so i
0: love that logic
1: yeah so i, I don't know if i knew it uh, consciously at the time, but mm-hmm. definitely that was, that was mm-hmm. the way I operated. It's, there's an interesting, um, idea. It's, it, it's this idea of w- when, when you're asked, what do you believe? Right. And it's like, people will tell you what they believe, but it, it doesn't matter what what someone says to you. It's how they, it's how they act. So, so, cause you, you act, you play out your beliefs,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you play them out. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. So if someone says, I don't care about what other people say. It doesn't matter that they say, I don't care. It's that they act as if they don't care about what other people think. So I think I had, so I think I, I just acted how in whatever way I believed Mm -hmm. I wanted to to act, I suppose. Um, (laughs) And, and whatever happened happened. And I Mm -hmm. I was always confident that I would recover from any, Mm -hmm. um, any, yeah. Which, which means I was risk. I wasn't risk averse. I would happily take risks. Um, and by the way, I'm like, I'm not perfect or I'm very limited in lots of ways. And I made a lot of mistakes and I did a lot of things, um, um, without the right intention or without thinking about it properly. And I didn't react quick enough and I didn't, um, plan properly and I didn't reflect and I didn't learn enough from the lessons that were uh, coming on my way. So, so I'm not saying all this as if I, you know, everything was up here. It's like, no, it, it wasn't. Um, but but I but underneath it all, there was this belief that I could figure out whatever I needed to figure out. And I didn't need anyone's help, really. Well, I need everyone's help, but I didn't need any particular person's help.
0: I love that what you just comment about, you know, you are not attached to outcome. You are truly here for the journey, and there's one thing after another. And I think oftentimes the first entrepreneurs are so Attached to the outcome, because that's your first baby. That's the first, you know, something that they rebuild with both hands. They are felt so proud and so attached, connect to the identity. Um, so I love that. I, I really love that point. And I'm curious, yeah. would you, do you have any thought inside to share with him or her who maybe right now so attached to it and right now in a grind and felt like, you know, so attached to the identity? How do he or he, she not be attached it's so easy to said than done right
1: yeah i think it's the qu- it's, it's the question so if someone says i want to start a business my first question is why mm. and then and then they'll tell they'll tell me why and i say well why is that important and what would happen if if you didn't achieve that and mm-hmm. and and wh- why does anyone care actually um right so so i think i think it's it's this idea that I don't know enough and I'll never know enough, which means I have to keep questioning myself. You know, it's I, I spoke to a friend of mine the other day who wants to start a family. It's the same thing. It's like, I, I want to start a family. Why? Why want to have kids? Why do you want to have kids? And he couldn't answer the question. He couldn't answer the question. And And the best answer I got was, isn't that what you're supposed to do? And I'm like, well, what do you mean what you're supposed to do? There's plenty of people that can't have kids. There's plenty of people that don't want to have kids. So, what do you mean? Is that what you're supposed? To? And he could, he couldn't, he'd never thought of that as a, as a, as a, as something to question. Mm-hmm. So, so I think question everything would be the advice.
2: Mm-hmm. Why are
1: you doing it? How do you know this is what you're supposed to do? Who cares if you don't do it? Mm-hmm. What are you expecting from it? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what happens if those expectations aren't met? And mm-hmm. then, and then, and then they start. And then I think that will help people understand. Mm -hmm. what the intention is behind everything Mm -hmm. because if if you don't know what the intention is why are you doing it Mm. what is the intention oh i don't you know i hear people tell me all the time i don't want to work for anyone else well that doesn't mean you have to be an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. or or i've I've got an idea that i think is going to make money well well, no maybe no one else thinks is going to make money like like i that's not strong enough for me that's not emotional right? It has to be, you you have to have the emotional drive behind your decisions. Otherwise, you're not going to sustain the pain, let's say, because there's no, if you're paying attention, you know that life is, is pain. It's not, it's not rainbow and fun and games Mm -hmm. and everything works your way. So, well, what's going to, what's going to help you maintain Mm -hmm. your progress with all the, can I swear? Yeah, of course. It's a free okay. country. So with all with all the shit that you're you're that's going to be thrown at you, yeah. right? And I'm and I'm talking about death in the family. I'm talking about someone breaking up with you. I'm talking about your best friends screwing you mm-hmm. over. I'm talking about mm-hmm. you lose a big deal. I'm t- whatever it is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to have a lot of uh, uh shit thrown at you. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to put up with all that? Why? Are you going to put up with all that? Well, there has to be a reason why you'd put up with that, and that's because you believe that what you're doing is worthwhile. It's something mm-hmm. like that. So, mm-hmm. if you're if you're if you believe what you're doing is worthwhile, then you should be able to express why it's worthwhile. And if mm-hmm. you can't, that's a red flag.
0: I love that. I love that, uh, Mo. You really articulate in a way that helping entrepreneur, helping any person to when he actually make a decision, really looking underneath that. Really understand why we do what we do, and you will have very clear conviction about the vision and why that's important to you. And it's easier to looking at it is this is the path, and therefore you can have that stomach to bear those challenges or um, hardship along the way, and possibly not get detached on that, attach on those outcomes,
1: and well, continue on the journey. Yes, yeah, it's it's it, passion. A lot, a lot of people talk about passion, right? Find mm-hmm. your passion, or what are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. And then I ask them, what do you mean by passion?" and they don't know
2: mm-hmm. and it's like well
1: well passion me passion comes from the root word to suffer what the... yeah, I did not know that. Tell us more right. well, well, if you think about it if if you have a passion for something, that means you're willing to suffer for that thing, like music, like your child, like your partner, mm-hmm. right, like a cause if someone's passionate about climate change, they are suffering because of climate change. They're not enjoying climate. It's not, they're not happy about climate change, mm-hmm. right? If you're passionate about music, you're suffering as you're trying to create your music. If you're passionate about football, you're suffering, trying to be the, the best football player or be part of the best team. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's this it's the stuff. It's, it's like a, the gym. That's, mm-hmm. that's not, that's not, that's suffering.
2: Mm.
1: so so the idea becomes well what are you prepared to suffer for (laughs) because if you think you're not going to suffer you're not paying attention Mm. so 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 so, and then and then and then when we can break it down into needless suffering and 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 useful suffering right needless suffering is is where you're suffering and there's no purpose behind it there's no meaning behind it there's no Mm -hmm. reason to suffer Mm-hmm. Like a bad relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. I see it with co-founders. It's like neither co-founder is enjoying the relationship. It's like, well, why are you putting up with this then?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So 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 it could be at, at the relationship level, it could be about the product, it could be in the industry, it could be
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've worked with PhD students that spend months and years researching, and most of what they're exploring hits a hits a dead end it's like sales right Mm -hmm. you make 5,000 phone calls and maybe five people will speak to you if you're lucky and then and then maybe one would be interested in what you have to say it's Mm -hmm. like well, why are you prepared to go through all that why why not just get a job and you know take your paycheck and take your weekend and take your six weeks holiday or whatever it is and
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and have that stability why why would you and I, I think there's a lot of people that think it's easy to be an entrepreneur, or that it's more enjoyable than getting a job, and they haven't really thought about. <laughs> they haven't really they haven't really understood what the hell's going on, um, uh, really, because it's it's not. Yeah, I get people telling me they want to be the next Elon Musk, and then they're in uh, uh, Mykonos for for six weeks or in Vegas, mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: that that doesn't work.
0: So, tell us more about that. Like, what does entrepreneur mean to you? I feel like because you have, you know, you intimately, you know, not only yourself successfully found and succeed so many different ventures, you also, you know, mentoring, supporting others on the journey. So, in your perspective, what does entrepreneurship, what does startup founder means? There's a lot of misconception out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't, I never used the term entrepreneur really until recently, and Mm -hmm. and I know that it comes from the root, the root. From a from the French from the French uh, etymology to take risks and that's mm-hmm. a good that's a good way of, of looking at it um, mm-hmm. it's someone who's prepared to take risks um, you know to not play it safe and yeah. I suppose if you if you look at playing it safe that is getting the job that pays the check and and you don't have to it, it's you know it's 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 that kind of idea mm-hmm. um, business owner would be something I would identify with more um, and then here's another thing: you get a lot of people calling themselves entrepreneur, but they're they're self employed, or they're a sole trader. So you know they they trade things on eBay and call themselves an entrepreneur, or they or they um, coach, mm-hmm. you know, or consult. They're a consultant or a coach or a legal advisor, and they call themselves entrepreneurs. And it's like you're not really an entrepreneur. Um, I, I don't I don't think, uh, but but, I, but I'm not I'm not. I'm not so clear on what would make someone an entrepreneur, to be honest with you. Um, mm. Visionary. I like CEOs defined business owners defined, you know, a small business owner, uh, you, you know, investor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so I, I think, yeah, I think in, in, in what we're talking about, mm-hmm. I think the best way to look at entrepreneur startup founder something like that is that you, you are trying to, to, you're trying to solve a problem that hasn't been solved in the, in the right way,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Or you, or you're trying to provide a solution that hasn't quite been provided yet,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? At least on, cause you, you can analyze it on so many different levels.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: like you can say to me, well, there is a solution here. Yeah, but it's too expensive or the quality is not good enough
2: mm-hmm. or,
1: or it's unethical, mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, so it's, it's, I think that's what an entrepreneur does. I think they, they take a risk by trying to do, st- I think it's, it's, it's around disruption and innovation. It's something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you an entrepreneur. Cause that's where the risk taking is. If I open a coffee shop, I'm not an entrepreneur. I don't think what are you opening a coffee? You know, people drink coffee. You know that there's a high street. People are walking past your shop. You're so, as long as you sell it at the normal price. Mm-hmm. And you serve it properly, um, that's that, that, that's that's not entrepreneurship for me. That's a small business owner.
0: Well, Mo, I love that perspective. So now let's pivot back to you, Mo. You know, with yourself, you know, successfully found and co-found many, many businesses along the year. What do you okay. think? What made you successful?
1: And and unsuccessfully. So again, it depends on how you define success, right? Because because I most of my business ventures failed, most of my decisions were wrong but I got a few, I got got a few, right. Let's say. Mm. Um, so it depends what you mean by success. The the most successful businesses I had, it didn't go the way I wanted it to go.
2: Mm. So
1: I didn't feel successful on the back of it. You know, is success making money. Is it making money for your investors? Is it making money for yourself? Is it, is it living Mm -hmm. the life you want? Is it providing a service to Mm -hmm. people? Is it, is it, um, uh, um, uh, Developing a hundred leaders is mm-hmm. what's what is, and for me, it's all, all you want to do all of that.
0: Mm. What does it mean for you, you know, the success?
1: Uh, the living life on your terms and and contributing mm-hmm. something useful to everyone else.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't. You know, Bob Dylan said, "Success is." I'm paraphrasing, but it's it's when you wake up in the morning and sleep at night, and in between, you do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the doing whatever I want to do is, is selfish and contributory.
2: Mm. So it's,
1: I want to, to live my life the way I want to live it, but I want to, co- I don't think you can have meaning in your life if you don't do that. I don't I think, that. yeah, I don't think if you're contributing mm-hmm. to something. that's why, maybe that's why people have children because they're not contributing to the world and they think, well, I'll have children because that's my contribution and I'll look after my children. That's my excuse for at least having a reason to be alive maybe that's what it is maybe maybe that's why people have children
0: that's definitely one idea of that
1: maybe maybe that's why they start businesses yeah what is my purpose on this planet i'm a waste of space well let me try let me let me let me start a business and see if that if that if that that does anything for me maybe
0: Mm. you're quite a philosopher for sure mo and Uh that inspired me to ask you what impact what contribution you want to leave on this planet mo
1: i think if everybody if everybody I'm I meet, or if everyone I'm engaged with can can be clear on who they want to be, how they want to live their life, where they want to go, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then and then are doing something about it. Mm. I'll explain it a different way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a Benjamin Franklin quote, I think it's Benjamin Franklin, he says, Most people die at twenty five, but they're buried at seventy five. Right. And it's this idea that, that you you wow. you you you've died, your soul is dead. You're mm-hmm. you don't have a purpose, there's no passion, you're just going through the motions until you actually die physically. I like this concept because I think it's true. I think if 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 at least as far as I can tell,
2: mm-hmm. when
1: I pay attention to what's going on, most people have given up mm-hmm. on on their desired situation. Mm -hmm. um, the way they, they thought they wanted to live life or, or, or what they wanted really to achieve. They haven't, they've stopped trying. Mm -hmm. And so, so what I want to do through my work is, is that every single person, um, knows why they exist and is doing something that aligns with that. Mm -hmm. Why is that important to you, Mo? Well, because why would you want to, what a waste of space to be on this earth and, and, and to be fortunate enough to be alive i mean look people have problems right so if you have problems you have to deal with your problems that would be probably the first priority depending on the nature of the problem but mm-hmm. but if you if you're the worried well right people who don't have any any real limitations
2: mm-hmm. they
1: they they can access whatever they need to access to be able to contribute mm-hmm. and they're not doing it what what is the point like, what is the point of that? Who benefits from that? Who I that love that passion. Yeah, so if you're not contributing, why are you here? It's like, this is what I used to say to people in my companies. If you're not willing to contribute, to the, just go and do something else, right? You, you have to be willing to contribute. Okay, then you say, well, what are you contributing to? Well, to yourself, first of all, so you enjoy life and you engage in life and you, and you find meaning somehow. Mm-hmm. To, your, to your family and your friends, to your community your neighbors, Mm -hmm. your, your, your extended family and friends to Mm -hmm. society as a whole, to the, to your country, your city, your country, uh, 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 the world, the planet, the universe. There's so many, so many levels of contribute. It's like, well, why don't you try and contribute to all of that somehow? Otherwise you're a consumer. That's what you're doing. You're just consuming knowledge and consuming food and Netflix and well, if you're just a consumer, I think that's a waste of space. Mm-hmm. It actually pisses me off, right? It's like so so my que- my first question, the first thing I want to know when I meet someone when is, what is the point of you? <laughs> why are you here? Like, what are you doing?
0: Mo, well, I'm curious, why this cause is so close to your heart? Why are you f- so passionate about this? I'm curious for your own journey.
1: How do you I have account- no, I have no idea. I have no idea. I I think, I think it's because when I when I ask people and when I get to know them, mm-hmm. it's not it's not through choice that they that they that they've given up.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: because they don't think they have any other choice.
2: Interesting.
1: It's like and- suicide. You know, I work with suicide and and I work with with people affected by suicide. It's the same story, or alcoholism, mm-hmm. or or problem gambling, or I've been involved mm-hmm. in lots of different this is what was really interesting for me when I started getting involved in charities and, and, mm-hmm. and the third sector as an advisor uh, and a consultant, because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to understand why are so many people suffering? Was it? I, thought, I thought it was needless, but but it turns out it's not so simple. So, so I, I think, I think it's, I think I'm pissed off about the way we parent, the way we raise our kids, the way we mm-hmm. educate people, the way we, Set up organizations, the political structure. Everywhere I look, I think this isn't this isn't getting the best of us.
0: What and do I'm, you think is that the future, the best of us? What does that
1: world look like? Everyone's doing. Everyone's engaging in the way they want to engage. You know, I used to do this um, leadership program for fifteen and sixteen year olds in, in Kingston uh, upon Thames and Surrey. And we'd take them away for a week to the country and we'd do like uh, uh, cl- rock climbing and um, we'd climb mountains and 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 uh, gorge walking and things like that. And then we'd bring them back to Kingston University and, and we would um, teach them leadership skills, mm-hmm. presentation, negotiation, uh, um, um, coaching, things like that. And then we would get them to set up uh, a, a project to support the community, the, the local community mm-hmm. there. And I would take these kids to the old people. There was an old people's home in Kingston, and I would ask them to ask um, the old people what they were, you know, what they would change if they uh, started life again. And it was always regret. Always, it was I didn't marry the woman I wanted to marry, or I didn't start the business I wanted to, or I didn't, you know, whatever it was. And and it's like the 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 vision is you look back at your life and you're proud of what you've done. It's something like that. I mean, why? Why not?
0: Do you have any regret in your personal life, Mo? If you do things again, if you have this magic one, would you change any path,
1: any part well, that, of the path? That depends. If I do it again, do I remember everything from the beginning? Because <laughs> if I re- if I remember everything, then I would. Of course, I do things differently. But but if I'm if I'm going back again, and what is it? Bl- blue pill, red pill, whatever it is in Matrix. Um, or men in black is, a, I, I always get confused, but, um, if my memory's wiped clean and I start again, I, I probably do everything the same way, probably because I don't, I don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Right. That's part of the, that's part of the thing about not attached to the outcome. It's like, uh, we're, we're constantly exploring that. That's mm-hmm. a good way of looking at it. Uh, when, if you're not exploring anymore, what are you doing? And you could be, it could be physical. You could be exploring the Amazon or the deep blue ocean or Mars.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you could be exploring medicine, you could be exploring new technology, you could be exploring mm-hmm. better education or exploring your mind through writing or painting. If you're not exploring, what are you doing? I think we're natural explorers. And I think that's, that's the first trait of the entrepreneur mm-hmm. is that they they want to explore better, mm-hmm. something that's better or something that's unexplored. hmm mm-hmm that could potentially be better because where, where does potential sit? It sits in the unknown. Yeah. Otherwise it's not right. So, and that's also where your greatest fear sits in the unknown. That's the paradox, right? You have to Mm -hmm. face your greatest fears to unlock your greatest potential. It's something like that. That's, that's why we explore. I think otherwise, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: otherwise we would have stayed in caves. (laughs) If you want to talk about entrepreneurs, it was the first cavemen or women that said, let's go out there and, and see mm-hmm. if there's something better for us. Those are entrepreneurs, by the way.
0: What would you say to people who are maybe right now facing that fear? Maybe in that she or sure, he is about to venture, but seeing the unknown and have so much fear and uncertainty. What would you say to
1: her or him? What, what's the alternative? What do you want to do? If you're not going to go, if you're not going to face your fear mm-hmm. and try to do whatever it is that you want to do, what's the alternative? They have to... They have to be able to convince me that the alternative is better.
2: Mm.
1: So what's the, so I'm going to set my own business up. I'm going to give up my job, give up my paycheck and start my own business. I've got no guarantee. If anyone guarantees you that you're going to succeed, they're lying. Right? So, mm-hmm. so you got no guarantee of success. In fact, the vast majority of the guarantee is on failure. <laughs> did, I say, did I say that the right way? Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm putting my, if you give me a free bet, I'm putting it on failure, not success every yeah. time. Right? Mm-hmm. So, Okay. So I'm scared. Right. Is that the type of fear you're talking about? So I'm scared. I don't, I don't want, right. What's the alternative? What you're going to go and get a job, stay in your job. And okay. So have you visualized that? Have you mapped it out? And are you happy with that? Mm
2: -hmm. That you're
1: going to stay in the job with that paycheck every, every week or every month or whatever it is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right in the same house, you're not going to be able to get a bigger house, maybe, or maybe you will, I don't know, whatever, whatever Mm -hmm. you think is going to happen,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. map it out. Mm -hmm. till you're 80, 90, whatever you think you're going to live to. And look at that and say, is that a better alternative than taking the risk and and facing the fear? And if it's a better alternative, just do that then.
0: I love how logical, how how clear you are regarding the choices that we have in front of us. <laughs> Oftentimes, yeah. right, we have this fear about the unknown, but yet actually realizing, well, without realizing the current path or alternative, actually, it may be more painful, depends on who you are, right? So really depends on what path you want to choose and what is really aligned with your heart. Exactly. And I love that. And I also love um, what we said about, You can bet bet, on failure. Like, of course, you know he or she on this venture for success, but most likely she or he gonna likely experience failure on that journey. And I'm curious, you know, Mo, you are um, successing. You know, you are creating so many ventures along the years if you can share with the audience who are entrepreneurs, who are the top, you know, one or top two, like what are the failure that you felt could be a learning lessons for our audience who are also on your path. And because you have seen it so many, so much, uh, we would love to hear your thoughts on that. What are the so number you, one failure and that, what is that learning lesson for our audience?
1: So the, my number one failure or, my, or yours. Yep. I, I think the, 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 I don't know. I don't know if this is the right answer, but you, you can tell me if, if I got it right. Uh, if I'm, if, if it's what you're looking for, um, th- there's all these cliches, like there's no such thing as failure. There's only learning. It's like, yeah, <laughs> but, but if you don't learn, then that's surely a failure, because if you're telling me you either succeed or you learn, no, there's also the option that you didn't succeed and you didn't learn. Why is that that not an option? Like, I don't get, so, so, so the, the biggest lesson for me is, or the biggest learning, let's say, is how do I extract the learning? And I think it's as important for success as failure, because if you succeed, however you define success, by the way, that's the first thing you need to do is define success. Otherwise it's just a word. You might as well just say mumbo jumbo. I mumbo jumboed at my business. What what difference does it make? If you haven't defined success, then it's just a word. It's just, it's just noise. So define success. And then if you've reached six, if you've hit that success, how did you do it? That's as important a learning for me as failure. Because you want to learn what worked for you and you want to do more of that. Surely. So So it's the, it's the, I I talk about the, the, I don't know if I've got it here. I, um, it's the planning here it is. So I don't know if you can see that, but it's, it's, it's the planning action reflection. That's the biggest learning I've, 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 I've had in my business is that you need all three. So I, I always say a shit plans better than no plan, right? That's the biggest mistake I made in, in setting up a business. I didn't have a plan. I just, let's see what happens. So so you come up with a plan even even if it's a shit plan it's better than zero plan and then if you have a shit plan you can improve it yeah. so then it becomes well, well how do you improve it well you t- you put into action what you said you were going to put into action because mm-hmm. that's the point of the plan is that you do what you say you were going to do mm-hmm. and then you reflect on the outcome of the action
2: mm-hmm. and
1: when you reflect on it you say okay i i i did what i was supposed to do what did i learn i didn't do what i was supposed to do what did i learn Mm -hmm. The results were good. What did I learn? The results were bad. What did I learn? The results Mm -hmm. were different. And when you Mm -hmm. take that reflection and you understand yourself and the environment and your business and your competition and whatever it is better, you Mm -hmm. have a better plan next time. Mm -hmm. And if you have a better plan, the action is more aligned, more engaging, more, more intentional. And then your reflections become deeper.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And so if your reflections are deeper, you're able to plan better again. So, so that, that's the, that's the lesson that I learned. That's why I came up with the one page plan idea. It's like, Mm -hmm. I I want to know what I'm aiming at. It's like a goal. Mm
2: -hmm. Imagine
1: playing football or basketball and you don't know where the goal is or the net. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's a bit like getting on a plane and you don't know where the plane's landing. Or imagine Mm -hmm. a plane's in the sky and it doesn't know where the runway is. It's like, well, that's just asking for trouble. Well, it's the same thing with the plan. You need to know what you're aiming at. Yeah. What? How do I know I'm going to get what I want? Mm. Well, this, 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 this has to happen. Okay. How am I going to do that? I need mm. to do this, 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 this. Okay. That's the plan. Mm. We'll go do it. And most of the time, it's the wrong thing because you don't know <laughs> what the hell you're. You, you don't know what you're doing. So, so then you then you reflect and you admit that it was the wrong thing and you figure out why it was wrong, mm-hmm. and then you you improve. And if you improve, imagine doing this every week or every month. Mm. that's that's 12 improvements a year do Mm. that over 12 years that's 144 improvements
0: i love how intentional you are mo i feel like every action every decision you make are always so no
1: clarity no not every decision i wish no no (laughs) no because because emotion drives your decision right so i've made decisions i mean most of my decisions are emotional it's only when i build a structure Mm. and i have accountability and i have someone helping me and i have Put a board in. You know, if you if you got a big company, put a board of directors in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Get a coach or a mentor. Get mm-hmm. a business partner. Have proper arrangements so that you don't do things emotionally. So I I, I mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a it's a nice assumption, thank you, but it's not true. <laughs> I would like to be intentional with every with every action and decision.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that's
1: the that's the intent the intention is yeah. to be is to be intentional. Yeah.
0: I love that. You, you brought a great point. You said having a business partner, having a board, like, do you think that having a business partner is really important for a startup
1: success? Mm-mm. No, but, but having a structure, some sort of structure is mm-hmm. so, so, so I know entrepreneurs that didn't explain to their wife what was going on. Right. And and suddenly their wife is expecting something and, and, and it's, it turns out to be a completely different reality.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: part of your structure. If happy home helps with a happy business, right? Um, nice. your kids, your kids aren't supportive, your brother, your father, your mm-hmm. mother, your neighbor, your, your cousin, your, your right. So it's about having the right structure. It's about mm-hmm. knowing that's another thing. When lots of people say, focus on your weaknesses and, you know, improve your, it's like, no, no, no. Uh, you focus on your strengths. You want to uh, make your strengths better, mm-hmm. right? The weaknesses, you want to find ways to mitigate against them. Mm-hmm. So if I don't have attention to detail, for example, if I don't know, if I'm not very good at reading and picking up on detail, Mm -hmm. why am I going to waste time learning that when I can find someone to do that for me or Mm -hmm. find a system that will allow me to take out the detail and focus on the things I am good at? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Too many people are spending too much time focusing on the wrong thing. I'll give you the the, the music analogy. Mm -hmm. If If I'm a great singer, but I can't play the guitar, why am I going to learn the guitar? Surely I want to just keep singing and get mm-hmm. getting better and better and better at singing mm-hmm. surely if i'm a great salesperson but i suck at hr what am i going to do go and learn hr wh- wh- why mm-hmm. <laughs> why am i going to what a waste of time you're you are you are shit at most things if you listed everything in this world that you could do you are shit at 99.9 percent of them and you're not interested in 99.9% of them. And you don't have the talent to do 99.9% of them. You don't have the interest to do that. So why are you putting any attention onto that? Mm. Put so attention not- on- yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, put, if you focus on the things that you enjoy, that you're good at, that you're talented for, that you have the skill, that's what's going to make you, you know, people remember the greatest bass player. They mm. don't talk about, he didn't know how to play the drums or he wasn't a good singer. They say he was the greatest bass player. She was the greatest uh, dancer. She, he mm-hmm. was an amazing actress. They were mm-hmm. an amazing band. They don't sit there and talk about the things they weren't good at.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He was an amazing boxer. Steve Jobs, amazing visionary. Right? What else was he good at? What, was he good at football? Mm-hmm. Was he good at uh, singing? Was he What, what else was he good Fashion? What was he good at? Right, he was good at um, mm-hmm. um, uh, fig- figuring out how to use technology. So that's what he was good at. So he focused his whole effort onto mm-hmm. that. So it's the same idea.
0: I'm curious, you know, more. I love that, how you, um, the, the way, how you, how you um, looking at life, looking at things. And I'm curious, how would people, how would you advise people will find their thing, their passion, their good at whatever the word is? Maybe she, or he is like, you know what? I don't know what I want. Maybe she or he say that to you.
1: How try, do you? Try, try things like mm. like, what what is the alternative if you you don't if you don't know if you don't know know what you want to do right Mm -hmm. what is the alternative doing something you know you don't want to do Uh, fair point if you're doing something so if you don't know what you want find out what you don't want Mm. start there and then Mm. start start eliminating Mm. okay i don't want to work for someone i don't want to manage a team i don't want to uh, sit in an office i don't okay mm-hmm. and then you then you then your choice mm-hmm. it's funny because you have more choice that way it sounds like you have less choice but actually you have more choice right mm-hmm. because if you know you want to work in music suddenly you have lots of options in how to work in music that you didn't even think about before mm-hmm. for example mm-hmm. if you want to start a business right and you're mm. clear that you want to start a business suddenly you have more choice cuz well, how many businesses can i start <laughs> how many how many co-founders can i uh, bring in how many right so 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 i i think i think it's it's always about staying in action mm. right this thing I'm, about i'm there's no i'm stuck there's no such thing as stuck because there's a billion books that you haven't read a billion <laughs> people you haven't spoken to a billion seminars you haven't gone to yeah right so there's no such thing as i don't know what to do it's like we'll do something. Fair point.
0: Uh, now, Mo, I would love to also talk about the one-page plan. Tell us more about that, and tell us what you are doing there. Tell us how you supporting mm. uh, our audience.
1: Do that. Yeah, I, I, I like. Thank you for the opportunity. So the the one-page plan, the idea is, I think you can map out everything you need onto one page. It's, it comes from this idea about the art of war. So the art of war uh, taught us that there's strategy and there's tactics Mm -hmm. and they're two different things, right? So Mm -hmm. the the strategy is how you, how you want to make decisions Mm -hmm. and the tactics are what the decisions are, what the actions are, what the activities are. It's something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't need to know the actions and the activities until you're, until you're in, in the battle. Mm Mm-hmm. What you need to know is how you're going to make decisions, right?
2: Mm.
1: So, so I started thinking about, well, how do I, how do we make decisions? How it's an important thing. Cause you, you say like, how do you find your passion or how do you know if you want to start a business or what's well, like, well, how do you want to decide what your passion is?
2: Mm.
1: That, that's the, that's the more important question. Well, how do you define passion? How do you know it exists? Does <laughs> it exist? or do you have to create it? Is it a discovery or is it a creation? You have to decide all that first, otherwise you don't know what the hell you're looking for. You don't know what you're looking for. So so I thought about, well, what if we created a a map that helped you figure out where you wanted to go? That's our first problem. Where are we going? And I don't mean physically. I mean metaphorically speaking. Our first problem is we don't know where we're going. Our second problem is we don't know how to get there. Our third problem is we don't know what to do next. So if I said to you, when let's go for coffee, you'd say, where are we going? If I said, I'm picking up in 20 minutes, where are we going? Pack your bags. We're going to the airport. Why? Where are we, where are we we flying to? You're on a plane. Where are we going? You're in a car. Where are we going? It's the first question. And it's the same thing with your business. It's like, you've started a a, a business idea. You've got, where are you going with this? What's the direction, right? Once you figured out where you're going, you then think about how you want to get there. That's something about values and principles, right? So that's where you decide if you want to be ethical. Uh, uh, if you want to have, uh, be, be climate friendly, if you want to be a B Corp, if you want to, um, uh, uh have a hierarchical structure or a flat structure, uh, whatever you decide how, right. And then you make the decisions on what needs to happen next. That has to be aligned with how that has to be aligned with where you're going. So I, I figured out a way of mapping that onto one, one page. So on one page, you have where you're headed, which is why you exist, by the way, you can look at it the same way. Right. Why do you, you wake up when in the morning and you make a series of decisions. Well, why are you making those decisions? Each decision is designed to get you somewhere that's better. No. Otherwise, why the hell are you making those? Okay. What is that place? That's better. What does that look like? You define that. Then you define how you want to get there. The non-negotiables, right? It does it have to be ethical? Are you prepared to build a a unicorn by cheating and stealing? If that's the goal, if the goal is I want to be successful, I want to have a billion-dollar company or a trillion-dollar, are you prepared to cheat, right? Are you prepared to steal? Are you prepared to con people? Are you prepared to bring in bad partners and investors? So that's that's the how. And then what does that look like? And then you can start looking at the roles you play in your life, the, 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 the longer-term goals, let's say, the, the, within a year, something like that. And that's your one-pager. And then everything you do every single day is contextualized by that one page. Is it getting me to where I want? Is it how I want to do that? And is it what I, what I set out to do? And if it aligns, I think you make much better decisions every single day. And if you're making better decisions every single day, you're more likely to get to where you want to get to. So that's what the one page plan is. It's your next 12 months on one page. And then the details you figure out as you go along and you use the plan just to check in to see that's the right. The ref- the reflection piece. You use the plan to reflect and say, what worked, what didn't work, what needs to change, blah, blah, blah. And you improve the plan as as you go along. That's the one-page plan. So it gives you clarity on where you're going. It gives you confidence that you have what you need to get there. And it gives you something to commit to for the next 12 months. On one page. Imagine. And it it takes 24 hours to, to produce this page. So it's, your, so it's your next 12 months on just one page in just 24 hours.
0: That's powerful. That sounds like a book print, essentially, for your next 12 months, which is, wow, 24 yes. hours. Yes. With that, you know, this is super exciting, Mo. Uh, where can audience find you if he or actually interested? How does that work? And that's one. And last question is, what would you tell the audience who today are so intrigued by your insight and just like, oh my God, Mom, that's so amazing. And now he or she may be in the journey, right? Maybe he or she started a business in the mix of business. What advice you tell her on him?
1: So the advice, the advice I would give is map out your next 12 months. Re- really map out where you want, what kind of life you want to live, where you want to go, right? How you want to get there. What are the things that you value the most? Uh, uh, in terms of principles, philosophies, uh, morals, ethics. And then what does that, what does the next 12 months look like? So by the end, so by November the 9th, 2022, what is happening now in your life? That's much better than November, 2021 map that out first. And then everything you do every day is to figure out how to make that plan real. Th- that's it. I think that's the, that's the simplest way of living life. It's, it's really, really that simple. So, so if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, you're fucked. If you don't know how you want to do it, you're fucked. And if you don't know what it looks like, then what are you aiming? You don't have a target. You don't know what, what, if you're going to achieve, achieve something. Roy Disney, who is the uncle of Walt Disney, he was the, 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 the business brains allegedly behind the Disney brand. The, the only famous quote he's got is, um, uh, uh, uh I know how the uh, decision making is easy because we know our values. Right? So so if you if you're clear on how you want to live, the decisions are much easier. How you want to live, how you want to run your business, how you want to serve, how you want to communicate, how you want to lead, how you want to manage, how you want to create, produce, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. If you're clear on how, the what becomes much, much easier. And that's anchored by why are you doing it in the first place. Get that all clear. You can use the Simon Sinek model if you want. Start with the why, the why, the how, the what right? That alignment, you can look at it. That It's all the same shit, by the way. Jack Canfield, Simon Sinek, Peter McWilliams, they're all the same. Tony Robbins, they all say the same thing, right? Just in different, in different words. But it's essentially, where are you going? How do you want to get there? And what does that look like in the next 12 months? If you're clear on that, you have one job every single day, which is what am I going to do today that gets me closer to where I want to be in 12 months? What am I going to do? And then you make your decisions on the day on, on what you're going to do. And then you reflect. And then and then that's the cycle, right? That's the planning. You take the action. You reflect on it. You can reflect daily at the end of the day. You can reflect week, every week on a Sunday. You can reflect every month at the end of the month or at the beginning of the month. It doesn't matter. But you need to have that cycle. All three. Planning, action, reflection.
0: I love how simple you put it that way, Mo. I, I'm writing, trying to write down everything that you said, which is, wow, so powerful. Figure out it where you're simple. going, how to get there, what exactly is yeah. the next step. And then when you have that blueprint, every single day looking at what is one action, what activity that day you can take to take you to that moment and then circle back with the planning, the action, reflection, reflecting every week, every month, whatever is yes. works for you. And you can stay on the course on that, um, propane I use that for yourself
1: you you said it better than i did actually what's one thing i can do today and then when you do that one thing then you can say to yourself shall i take the rest of the day off or what's another thing i can do today and and you just build it up Mm -hmm. it's like it's like pouring you know you you can't fill a cup of water without the first drop it's the same thing it's yeah it's the the first action the the next action is the most important action Mm, without that next action you don't get the next action um so that that's that's map out mm-hmm. where you want to go how you want to get there and what that looks like in the next 12 months and then just mm-hmm. do a regular a regular mm-hmm. uh reflection and i think you'll be fine i think you'll figure it out on mm-hmm. your own um you can follow me mo choice you can just google mo choice uh there's only one of me and you'll you'll find it. and i've got a link tree uh link tree forward slash mo choice that's got all my uh websites and my social media I run regular webinars on the one page plan, so you can sign up to that. They're free. Mm. Uh, they, they talk about what the, what the one page plan looks like and what to do. Um, and yeah, you can uh, find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, any of those things as well. You can you just okay. just Google Mo, Mo Choice.
0: We will link all that in the below episode, so then you can easily find Mo Choice, find his Perfect. one page plan, and plan your next twelve months in okay. the next twenty four hours. Yeah. With that, everybody, you know, truly, you know, Mo, thank you so much for being so candid, being so forward, share your passion, share your fire, which is so obviously <laughs> infectious and inspiring. <laughs> and also thank you everybody for tuning today. I really enjoyed today's session. I hope you enjoy as well. And I love most that you know, really, truly take action because if not now, when? if not, you're home and we will see you next week. Bye everybody. Thanks,
1: Thanks Wen.